All right, how many are glad now that you know how to act in church, huh? Isn't that a great thing? Hey, we've had an amazing week this week, and I just got to say in advance, we had over 950 grade school students here this week. What a great, great, great week we've had. And it, it's been amazing. I mean, from Monday morning on, it's been a great, great week. And I want you to put your hands together and welcome the guy who made it all happen. Let's hear it today for Pastor Jeremy Sharp. I also need to thank my wife. Thank you so much for all your hard work and help, too. Appreciate it. Well, good morning. It's good to be here with you guys today. Uh, before we get to talking about what happened over the week and, and share with you some of the thoughts and things we want you to, to know about, I'd like to start off with something kind of funny. First service, nobody laughed. No, I'm just joking. No. But anyhow, there was this guy. He was sitting at home, and he's just relaxing. All of a sudden, here's this strange knock at the door. So he goes to the door, opens it up, looks around, and sees this snail. So he goes up and takes the snail and throws it as far as he can. Well, three years go by. Three years go by. The guy's sitting at his door. Here's that strange knock again. Opens the door. And sees the same snail. And the snail said, what did you do that for? All right. So maybe you got it. Three years. It took the snail a long time. But anyhow. All right. <laughs> well, last week at Bridged Kids Day Camp, we really wanted the, ki the kids to know a very important verse. And if the kids are in here today, which they certainly are. I see a few of you guys here today. We wanted them to remember this verse, and we're going to say it together. And if you didn't bring your Bible, we'll have the verse up on the screen. Here's what it says. In Galatians 6, 9, we must not become tired of doing good. Let's all say that together. We must not become tired of doing good. One more time. We must not become tired of doing good, right? So we really wanted the kids to remember that. And we talked a lot about a guy named Noah who wanted to do right in God's sight. But in order to tell you the story about Noah, we have to start at the very beginning, creation. You see, when God made the world, he made the most perfect home with mountains to climb, oceans as massive swimming pools. He made people in his likeness and in his image to look a lot like him and to live in this amazing world that he created. And he wanted people to be his friend and to be his pal. He loved us so much, he wanted us to play with animals explore the jungles, and he wanted us to be close with him forever. But sadly, with time, people ran away from God. People stopped following God, and people got away from God. The Bible says that people were doing bad things all the time, and they ruined this perfect world that God had made for them. So God was really sad. Matter of fact, he was so 
so sad that he decided that he would wash away all the evil, all the meanness, and all the cruelty by sending a great flood. And it would destroy everything. And he would get rid of all the wrong in the world and the people that kept doing the wrong things. But as we learned last week, there was a guy named Noah. Noah had found favor with God. You see, God could have wiped out everything, but because Noah loved God, Noah obeyed God, and Noah followed God, that Noah had found favor with God. And he told Noah, God told Noah, he said, Noah, because you have favor with me, I want to give you a rescue plan. And he said, you're going to build a big boat, big enough for your family and all of the animals. And you're going to stay in this boat during this great flood. And it had to be massive because it had to hold not only Noah and his families, but all the, the animals and all the birds and all the creepy little crawling things, like even mosquitoes. I don't know why. Noah just said, forget the mosquitoes, we're leaving them. But the mosquitoes got on there too. And so this boat was pretty massive. And as we learned last week, God is also our guide. Because Noah was given the exact plans on how to build this boat. And the Bible says that Noah obeyed everything that the Lord had asked of him. And it took Noah... How many years? That's right. 120 years from the time God spoke to him, the time he finished the boat. It took 120 years to build this boat. And he had to build it in the middle of dry land, which meant his neighbors probably thought he was crazy or maybe just a little weird. But you know what? Sometimes following God can look a little strange to others. Sometimes serving God can look a little weird. But it doesn't matter when you know that if God is for you, who can be against you? If you're a child of God this morning and you're going through something today, I want you to know that God is for you. God is with you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Anyway, being weird, that didn't stop Noah. And I'm sure people thought he was crazy. I'm sure people made fun of him. I'm sure he was mocked. He was ridiculed. And I'm sure the task was pretty hard. I mean, come on. The guy could have really used some power tools. Am I right? (laughs) But Noah knew that God was guiding him And God was the strength of his life. And God was going to give him everything he needed to finish this task. And maybe you're going through something today difficult. Maybe like Noah, you think, man, I don't know how I can keep doing this, how I can keep going. God is saying, I'm with you. You got this. I'm your strength. I'm your help. And Noah knew he had to be rescued. So for 120 years, he worked, and he built, and he worked, and he built, and he worked. And he served God until he finished this boat. Then, 
Now that the boat was done, he waited for the animals. And God sent the animals all right. Can you imagine the neighbors, what they thought when they saw a herd of animals going across their yards to this giant boat? An entire zoo. And you know what? This is not the boat. <laughs> not even close. But anyhow, when they, all the animals got in on the ark and Noah and his family got in on the ark, the Bible says that the door was open for how many days? Seven. After Noah and his family and the animals were on the ark, God kept the door open for seven days. That is how good God is. He was saying, in a, way, in a sense, God is saying, get on board. The flood is coming. This is your last chance. The door is going to close. But I'm keeping it open for seven long more days. But sadly, nobody listened to Noah. Everyone refused to believe that this was going to happen in the warnings. And they did not enter the ark. And God shut the door. Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters started. The underground water split open. The clouds in the sky poured out rain. And God opened the bottom of the ocean and the windows of the sky. And tons and tons of water came on the earth. The Bible says that it rained for how many days? Forty days and how many nights? Come on, let's make some rain. We did it. During kids' camp, I want everybody to pitter-patter on their... Come on, keep going. Close your eyes. Let's pretend it's raining in here. Snap your fingers. Stomp your feet. Come on, you can do better than that. Louder! Yeah! Can you imagine? In California, we don't know what rain is like. But for 40 days and 40 nights, it rained. The waters rose so much that it covered the highest mountains. As a matter of fact... The Bible says the waters went 20 feet above the highest mountains. And sadly, every living thing that had lived on the earth had died. And only Noah and his family and the animals on the ark were safe. But that's not the end of the story. You see, after the rain, once they stopped, the water didn't go away. Noah and his family sat cooped up on this floating ark, this floating zoo, for 150 days. I don't know about you, but that's a long time with a bunch of animals. And there was only one window. And they waited. And they waited. And they waited. Did I mention they waited? It was a long time. Well, the tops of the mountains began to appear. So Noah knew that the water was starting to dry up. So he sent out a dove to find dry land. But the dove didn't come back. So he waited longer, and he sent the dove out again. This time, the dove came back with an olive branch. So he knew, okay, the waters are coming down even more. And then third time he sent the dove out, but this time the dove did not come back. So Noah knew the dove had found a home, which meant that it was time for his family and the animals to leave the ark. 
The Bridge Church Studios. God asked Noah to build an ark. He was the only one who followed God. Noah knew God is just. God is good. God is our guide. And God cares. And so we say, don't get tired of doing good. Ground, sweet ground. <laughs> oh my gosh, sweet ground. I've missed you so much. Oh, oh it's so good to be finally getting out of this boat for so long. God, I just want to thank you for keeping me and my family safe. You duly do truly keep your promises for those who follow you, God. finally breathe again. I don't think I ever want to go on a boat ever again. As a matter of fact, let's never have any pets. I mean, I love animals, but I don't like living on a boat with them for days. Me neither. Boy, was this one experience that I will never forget. That flood lasted a lot longer than I thought. Well, my favorite part of this whole adventure was when you sent out the dove to find dry land and it brought back an olive leaf. That was when we knew that the waters would dry up and we can get off this floating zoo soon. Yes. Well, yeah, but it was also scary. We didn't know what to expect. Is that why you waited so long to open the door, Father? Well, you know, I waited 40 days after I sent out the dove to go find dry land, but I figured it needed more time, so... I waited eight more days or so, and that's when it happened. God told me, Noah, get out of the ark. And I did. And this is where we are now. Alive! We're alive! Yes. Thank you, God. Yes, and so are the animals, too. In fact, Shem, did you get all the animals off the ark? Yes, Pops. I made sure all the animals got off the ark safe and sound. Every single animal. Every single one. Whole, uh, off the whole list. You can beat me up if there's at least the one. The big whole long the list, whole right? long list. Are you sure 100%? I forgot about yes. this. I forgot about this guy. Oh. What is it? What, what is it? Oh. It's a snail sheep for brains. Well, you know, we could have been just like that snail. We could have gotten tired of doing our job and doing our work, but no. Even when everybody called us crazy and made fun of us, we still built this ark like God said to. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was discouraging, but God grabbed our hand and guided us along the journey. Just like you helped the snail along on its journey, Ham. Because look at the little guy, he made it out! God really does care for us. And even the animals. Yes, God does truly care for those who follow him. That was a beautiful story, Sammy. But wait, there's more. There's more? But, but I thought that was the end of the story. Nope. There is a sign that God promised to Noah and his family and to every living creature. Okay, so there, there was a sign, and on the sign it said, This is a sign from God. No, silly. It was a promise that God would never send a flood to destroy the earth ever again. It was in the sky. Don't you remember? Oh. So the sign was in the sky. And it said, I promise never to flood the earth again. Love, God. You know, I do not think the animals could read that. No, it was a rainbow. Hallelujah. is the story of Noah and the ark. And that concludes it. We gotta get out of here. Okay, but, but I'm still hungry. Let's go get something to eat. Okay. Hey, hey, wait, not so fast. Remember, you are a squirrel and I am a chinchilla. Gotta have props. Okay, now that we've heard the story of Noah and the ark, we have to ask ourselves this question. It was in the Bible for a reason. What's the purpose? What's the meaning? What is the whole reason for this story in the Bible? Well, I believe it's two things. Actually, two words. Plan ahead. You see, most of us don't plan ahead for things. Take, for example, not that long ago, on the 4th of July, what did we have? An earthquake. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I didn't even feel it. I didn't even know. And my wife felt, and she was like, hey, there's an earthquake. I'm like, no, there's not. Yeah, there is. And then I went out and looked, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I saw things moving. But then the next day, we had a second earthquake. And I felt it, but my wife, she was sleeping. She didn't feel the earthquake. And I was like, there's an earthquake! There's an earthquake! I don't know if anybody else panics like that or anything like that. But anyway, I was a little jumpy. And, uh, you know, because things are moving. And I thought for my, uh, to myself for a minute, I'm like, you know what? I don't know. Maybe, I'm, maybe I just don't prepare. I haven't really prepared for those things. And then afterwards, we realized, we were like, oh, my gosh, we need to talk to our boys about, okay, if there's a really serious earthquake, this is what you need to do, boys. You need to go down and do this and protect yourselves. And as I thought about that, I thought, man, when it comes to things, sometimes we don't prepare for the future. 
and had it been a really big, big earthquake, would I have truly been ready? And the answer really is no. But the point is of the story of Noah is, is he planned ahead. He was given a rescue plan from God. The boat, build the ark, provided a way to escape, a way to be saved. And you see, it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. So he had the plan, but he had to look at it and follow it. It's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, I got the plan. But he had to follow this plan, and it was everything was laid out. Everything that he needed was in this plan, and he followed that plan to save his family and the animals. And you know what even followed that plan? The snail. The snail followed the plan and said, you know what, I'm going to follow God's rescue plan. But today, God has given us a rescue plan. And that plan is in this book right here. It's called the Bible. The Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. And this Bible gives the plan the way to be saved by believing in God's Son, Jesus. You see, He's the only way to heaven because we cannot save ourselves. For Noah and his family, there was only one way, and that was to go up the wooden ramp and into the ark, the wooden ark. And today, there was a wooden cross which Jesus died upon to save us from our sins. You see, sooner or later, we have to ask ourselves, what happens when this life is over? Where do I put my faith and my trust in for the future? If today was the final day of your life, would you be ready? You see, God made, or Noah made the choice to put his trust in God and to follow him. The scripture tells us that today, God has given us the choice between life and death between blessing and cursing. And God longs for us to choose life. And choosing life means choosing Him so that we might live forever with Him. And the fact is, God has provided a way, but the choice is always ours. Still, God seeks to guide our choice by what He's given us. He's given us the Bible. He's given us the church. He gives us family and friends. He gives us the Holy Spirit to show us the stuff that separates us from God. The stuff that God calls sin, like disobeying, lying and cheating, stealing. See, in Romans Chapter 3 and verse 23, it says this, that all people have sinned. We've all made mistakes. Not one of us are perfect. And in Romans 6, 23, it says that the punishment for sin is death, but the free gift of life forever comes by God through Jesus. And in John 3, 16, a very, very familiar passage of Scripture. For God so loved the world that He gave His one 
and only Son, that whosoever believes in Him would have life forever. God provided the gift of life forever. And all we have to do is accept it. His rescue plan, Jesus. So as we close today, if you're ready to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I ask that you would just simply close your eyes and that you would pray this prayer with me out loud. Let's all pray this prayer together. Let's say, God, I believe with all my heart that you sent Jesus to die on the cross for me and save me from my sin. I ask that Jesus be my Savior. I believe that he died on the cross, taking the punishment and penalty of my sin. I believe that he's been raised from the dead. And I choose to follow Jesus now and forever. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the very first time, we believe that you've been born again. We are so excited, and we want to welcome you to the family. Let's give a big hand to all those that received Jesus. Amen? Now at this time, I'd like to welcome Kai and JJ to the stage. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing this morning? Good? You guys like Pastor Jeremy's message? Yeah. Woo. My See, name is JJ. And my name is Kyle. We had the privilege of hosting Kids Camp this past week. So Yes, we did. We had a lovely, amazing kids screaming at us, biting me when they hugged me. It's all good. It's all for the kingdom, right? Anyways, Kyle, go. go ahead. All right, so our first camp highlight is that we made 3,385 cotton candies. <laughs> We got 1,700 pounds of ice to make 6,091 snow cones. Yes, sir. We made 3,368 bags of popcorn. Cold Stone's got nothing on us. We got 11,122 ice cream cones. <laughs> Our food court served a total of 23,966 concessions. We lost only a total of 30 kids. Only 30, 30 that's a, that's kids. A, that's a hey, first. that's a new record for us. That's a new record for us. <laughs> so if you don't know where your kid is at, you can check out the Connections booth and yeah, get the next booklet. I think they're in the Lost and Found. We had 228 items that were left in the Lost and Found, and that's true. So if your child is missing something, please let us know. Yes, but if it was AirPods, I'm afraid that we don't have AirPods, but we now do. So if you need yep. those, we can... Settle something. Yeah, we had 733 kids registered, and they brought 223 friends and gave us a, ground, a grand total of 956 kids who registered for Bridge Woo! Kids Day Camp. Amazing, amazing. And a quick little story. At the, end, at the last day of kids camp on Thursday, there's a little boy walking outside of those doors back there and he was crying and I went up to him and I said what's wrong and he just kept crying and crying and crying I was like what's wrong and I was like relax and he's like you know like little kids cry they're so cute he's like I'm just sad that I'm not gonna come back to this school so he might have been crying but we left an impact so that's all that matters let's give it up for our yeah. students guys
Yeah. And we had 290 wow. volunteers who gave their time and talents yes. to serve at Bridge Day Camp. God, multiply their sleep. I know it's rough out there. They all together slept two hours in total. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> the past week. Yeah, so now as we move it into a time of offering, I want to share with you all what was our Bridge Kids Day Camp verse of the week. It was Galatians 6, 9, which says, we must not become tired of doing good. And what's amazing is that this past week, we had 163 kids accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Woo! It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So when it comes to your giving, just know you're doing good and, and providing an amazing space for kids to connect with God. So I know from the bridge, from everyone here, just thank you so much. And as we give faithfully, let's watch Church News. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the bridge. We hope that you enjoy your morning in the church and that you have a wonderful time with us. And we want to help you stay connected. Here's a look at what's coming up. Connecting Point is coming up on Sunday, August 4th during the 1130 service. If you are new to the bridge or looking to get plugged in, Connecting Point is the first place to go. Come and hear about the heart, mission, and vision of the Bridge Church, but most importantly, discover where you fit in. We would love to meet you and help you find your place. If you'd like to join us, just sign up before you go today at the Info Center. You can also sign up on our website, thebridgechurch.tv, or through the Bridge app. We hope you'll join us on August 4th at Connecting Point. Sunday is Promotion Sunday when we ask for all kids to move up to the next grade. If you have a child entering into the sixth grade, we would love to meet with you. So mark your calendar for next Sunday. We'll meet up immediately following the first service in the Youth Center. We want to take this opportunity to connect with you and answer any questions you may have as your students are promoted into Bridge Youth. It is our honor and privilege to serve your kids here at the Bridge, and we want to thank you for allowing us as pastors and leaders to invest into their lives. We hope you'll find your place and get connected here at the Bridge. If you are new at the Bridge, stop by the Info Center before you go to get our team would love to meet you and help you get plugged in. They can also answer your questions. For more information, check out our website, thebridgechurch.tv. Thanks again for being here this morning. We, we love, love spending Sundays with you.
This has been an incredibly fun week here at the bridge, and I know if you're a parent who's been around in the morning or the afternoon to drop your kids off or pick them up, you recognize that the kids have had so much fun this week, and we as a staff and everybody that serves here at the church, we have had a blast this week getting to serve your kids, and I I just want to say thank you so much for your patience this morning with your kids being in service with you. I know that service is a little bit shorter today. We did that intentionally to help you out a little bit, but again, we are so, so thankful for your kids and the opportunity that we have to serve them, and I just want to take a moment very quickly to honor again the plus, or excuse me, the over 290 volunteers. If you see somebody wearing an orange shirt today, give them a hand, give them a hug, or a high five. Thank you guys so, so much. And if you're here this morning and you didn't serve, but you just happen to be wearing an orange shirt, just take that hug, okay? Just accept it. Just say thank you. It was awesome serving your kids, even if you didn't really do that. Hey, two, two things really quickly on a more serious note. First of all, this morning, if you made a decision to follow Jesus, we want to help you start your journey of faith. We believe that this is not the end of a journey. It's simply the beginning of the better journey that God has for your life. And we want to give you a simple gift, a simple tool to help you start your relationship with God. It's a book that's called The Next Seven Days. We want to give it to you free of charge just to help you start this journey. We don't need anything from you, but if we could just give this to you at the very least, we want to help you. There's two ways that you can get it. Right after the service, right down here in front of the platform, there's going to be some prayer teams that are down here. You can walk up to any one of these prayer teams. Let them know that today you made a decision to follow Jesus and you want to get the book. They'll get it. They'll give it to you. We don't need anything from you, but if we can help in any way, that's why we're here. If they need to pray with you, you want someone to stand with you and agree with you, that's what they're here for. If you need to go quickly after the service, just stop by the next seven days desk. It's right between the glass doors before you exit the building, and our team that serves there would love to give you that book. Again, it's free. We don't need anything from you. We're just here to help you start your walk with God. Welcome to the family of God. One more time, can we just welcome all of our people that made decisions to follow Jesus today? Awesome. Now, this week, we have a really cool ministry opportunity that's actually happening right now, and Pastor Ann and Sarah Kessler, who's one of our staff members, they're in India right now. They went to India yesterday. They arrived there yesterday morning, and they're going to be ministering for a little over a week in India, and I just want to tell you, because you guys play a big part in what we get to do over there. There is literally, it's groundbreaking women's ministry that's happening over there in India. They've had the opportunity to go there over the last few years, and every year there's a new invitation that comes where there are churches that are gathered together and these leaders are saying we want to empower women to grow in local church women's ministry and so Pastor Ann and Sarah are there this week and they're going to be ministering there and we didn't get to tell you about this last week so we just want to take a moment in service right now just to pray for them okay would you join me in praying for them is that cool this morning Father we thank you so much for the opportunities that you have provided for us as a church to go into India and break new ground for your kingdom I pray that you would be with Pastor Ann and with Sarah God and the opportunities the relational opportunities the speaking opportunities, the conversations that are going to open up before them, Father. I pray that you would go before them, that you would protect them, that you would lead them and guide them into every single kingdom purpose that you have for their lives. Father, we believe that you are the one who has opened these doors. We felt very, very strongly like it was up to us to walk through them. So we trust, God, that you will lead them into all the opportunities that you have for them. And again, we pray for traveling mercies. We pray for protection, for wisdom, for all the things that they need to accomplish while they are there, that they would have everything that they need, that you would protect them in their health and their physical body as well, God, so that they can accomplish everything you're calling them to. We thank you again for this opportunity that you have given us as a church. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
All right, well, two more things. I know there's a lot of stuff at the end of service. So sorry about this, but I want to tell you about this. We have one more amazing outreach opportunity. Our biggest outreach event of the year, Back to School Bash, is coming up in three weeks. It's on Saturday, August the 3rd. And this is a huge outreach event that we do here at the church where we will give away 2,000 backpacks that are stuffed with school supplies. We'll give away free back-to-school haircuts, free back-to-school clothing. We'll have a pancake breakfast that's being served. There is a wide variety of ways that you can serve and be involved. And we are very much excited about this because this is an opportunity for us as a church to provide something for students who would not otherwise be able to have backpacks, school clothing, or haircuts before they go back to school. So if you would like to serve this year at Back to School Bash, we have a table out in the foyer. You can stop by and see all the different ways that you can serve on that day. It's really not a hard day. It's about a half-day commitment. It's a little hot outside, but we'll be doing this together. We'll be making an impact on other people's lives. And it's something as a church that we feel God has given us this opportunity, so we're going to take full advantage of it, and we're going to help some people out this year and some students out as they go back to school. So if you'd like to serve this year at Back to School Bash, we invite you to stop by the volunteer table and find out all the ways that you can get involved. And then finally, we've told you all about Kids Camp this week, but before you go, we want you to get a taste of Kids Camp. So on your way out, free ice cream for everybody. We love you. Have an awesome Sunday. Have a great week. We'll see you in church next week. God bless. Like a